the What True Next podcast helps you build a TBR of future favorite books. In each episode, Lori and Maine interviews authors and book influencers to recommend books they loved for you to pick up today. If you're an avid reader or always looking for your next great read, then the show's for you. Hi, Jackson. Welcome to What True Next podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me here. So happy to have you here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, a little bit about myself. Well, I feel like this is a dating profile. Well, you know, um, I'm a Gemini and uh, I really am a Gemini. Um, let's see. I am obviously an author. I have written 16 books now. Um, I've kind of run the the spectrum in terms of the stuff I write. I started out writing mostly young adult, especially young adult contemporary um, fantasy, young adult urban fantasy. Um, then I did quite a bit of middle grade, which I love, love, love writing middle grade. It's so much fun to write. It's such like a, like, it's such an antics-y kind of age group. You know what I mean? Antics and delight. It's really fun to write. And I am actually releasing my very first adult book uh, very, very soon. So. Yeah. So let's chat about this book because I, in the, before like, we talked about it, you said this was your just for fun book. So tell us about mm-hmm. Six ways to love. Six ways to write a love letter. Like, what was the source of inspiration? Like, what? When did you write this book? Like, yeah, yeah. So I, um, man, that's a that's a weighty question. Okay, so I um have always been a very very big fan of just a sort of the pop culture universe. Yeah. Um, I've always been a very big fan of pop music in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always had a lot of feelings on the way pop culture and pop music um, and other things that are, are, I guess, you know, popular, they often are treated as less than like, oh, if a lot of people like that, it must not be as good. And that's always seemed very strange to me because if a lot of people like it, doesn't that mean something in and of itself? Like, isn't that worth noticing worth? Um, and I've always also felt that there is a especially unfortunate tendency towards anything that is pop culture and feminine in some way uh, is very easily dismissed and very easily kind of um, mocked, if you will. Um, Everything from, you know, One Direction fandoms uh, to Taylor Swift to Jojo Siwa. It's often just seen as this very, you know, dismissible element of the, uh, you know, of, of culture, I guess you could say. And so I have always been a very big fan of Taylor Swift. I've also always been a big fan of sort of that segment of pop culture, the singer songwriters, the girls that are writing about their relationships, um, the girls that are in some way performative as both a character and themselves, the Miley Cyruses, the Selena Gomez's, um, the uh, Hilary Duff's, um, that kind of segment of the pop culture world. And so I wanted to write a story about a girl, a woman in that situation, right? Where she's um, both a creator in pop culture, but also in some ways a victim of pop culture. Mm -hmm. I wanted to write a story about that. And I also wanted to write a story about um, somebody that is utilizing pain to create their art, which sounds way darker than I think I meant for it to sound. Yeah. (laughs) But I remember, I remember reading this, um, I remember reading this story about this girl. This is so off. This is so bizarre. But I remember reading this story about this girl that she was an artist. And when she was in college, she suddenly became a really good artist. Like she was a perfectly good artist before. And then in college, suddenly her art got way more involved and elaborate and fancy and just, you know, uh, much more notable. And it turned out it was because she had a benign brain tumor and it was pressing on the part of her brain that was, you know, it was making her a 
a better artist, you know, whatever better means. And she opted to not have it removed because she didn't want that part of herself, that, that artistic side of herself to go away, even though it did cause her headaches and pain. And I think it was causing some additional issues as well. And when I shrink that down, do I shrink that down? I'm not sure if shrink that down would be the correct term, but when I think about somebody like a Taylor Swift, a Selena Gomez, a Miley Cyrus, one of those types um, of, of people, does their art come from their personal pain or personal strife? And is it one of those things where if suddenly you're happy, do you feel like your art is going to go away? Um, that your ability to tap into that creative self is going to go away in some capacity. Um, I think there's a lot of different ways we can look at that. We can look at that as, you know, emotional pain. Um, we can look at it as um, as uh, a painful past, a painful history. But again, like where does creativity come from? And do you as the creator really have control over it at any point? Well, I just really brought the mood down for my happy, delightful book by talking about pain and creativity. <laughs> and at the same time, it comes down to the whole idea is Taylor Swift only going to be known for breakup songs, you know, like, are yeah. we going to hear the only breakup songs? Is that what's going to, or Adele, that's a good example. Like, is it just going to be breakup Yeah. Songs? Well, and, and not only that, but even the way we, we talk about that, right? Like, are you only going to do breakup songs as if that's somehow like not enough? Like, I want more out of you, creative person. Like, your emotional turmoil isn't enough for me, even though you released a song of straight bops. Like, despite that, it's yeah. not enough for me, right? Like when yeah. when will we when will it be enough? You know, I feel like we as a as a society, and I'm part of part of it, we want so much for from our creatives. Like we want more and more and more from them. And then we tend to just dismiss them when we're tired of them. Um, or if they stop doing the thing we want them to do. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's do the elevator pitch for six ways to write a love letter. Okay, Six Ways to Write a Love Letter is about a guy named Ribby, who is a session drummer, uh, and he ends up on the tour for a very Taylor Swift-like character named Vivi Swan, and he thinks that she's all just breakup songs. He's very, honestly, pretty dismissive of her, you know? She's just another media darling, uh, you know, pop music all the time kind of creature, and he realizes there's a lot more to her than he thought. Uh, and he also realizes there's uh, a lot more to that entire world than he thought uh, throughout the story. He falls for her hard, but he has to figure out, is he just another breakup song waiting to happen? Um, or are they the real deal? Yes. And there's like background music for the first time. <laughs> no, all right. I love this. All right. So let's chat about your reading life. What is, what kind of genres do you tend to gravitate when it comes to reading? Um, aha, what kind of genres? I read a lot. I very intentionally try to read in a lot of different genres mm -hmm. um, because I have found that that influences my writing in a really positive way. The more variety I read, the more variety I can bring to uh, my writing. It's kind of like, you know, a balanced diet. Um, the more you have, the more you're able to bring it in. So I recently read Jenny Slate's um, uh, essays. Uh, it's a book called Little Weirds. I actually have it right here. It's really, really charming. Um, it's a little bit of an older book, but I also recently read Side by Neil Shusterman, which is a dystopian. Have you? Yeah, you've read it? Yes, I did. <laughs> it's so messed up and I loved it. <laughs> it's so messed up. I love it so much. Um, I read that in one of the book clubs that I teach, actually. I teach a teen book club and we read that and it was awesome. Um, 
I um, am reading next month for that book club. I'm rereading Since You've Been Gone by Morgan Matson, which is a really fun, like just sweet summer yeah. book where it's like love it in sandwich, you know, doing some challenges. It's just like fun, you know. Yeah, I love it. Agreed, agreed. And then uh, my two auto reads that I will read anything they write is Sarah Addison Allen and Tessa Bailey. Um, so I love Tessa Bailey's. I think that they are so fun and they're very fresh. And I like the I like the guys in them. Um, kind of like we were saying before we started recording, I like that they are um, self-aware and self-actualized, but they're not just like, go do what I say right now all the time. That's not really their thing. Um, I love that. And Sarah Addison Allen writes these really wonderful giant cast, um, uh, very, um, very Southern, which I'm, I'm a little hesitant to, to say very Southern because that can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. But they're, they're set in like the sort of small Southern towns that I feel like I know very well um, based on my own childhood. Um, there's a lot of, you know, family recipes and gathering around the kitchen table, but there's also these romance elements and these, you know, very charming town fairs. And as somebody who was a part of a lot of that growing up, I, I very much love Sarah Addison Allen's uh, stories as well. I love this. I love these recommendations. So yeah, I'm a huge fan, a huge Tessa Bailey fan, just because I'm like, I, she knows how to write, you know, um, spicy, <laughs> spicy. Yeah. Stuff. Like she knows how to do dirty talk, you know? Um, yeah. So. I love that. But I don't, I feel like it's not, it, you know, I don't want to in any way sound like I'm not a fan of, like, I, I do enjoy reading the books that are high heat. Yeah. When I'm not after that, um, I like I like the fact that I feel like her books have that that heat, but they also are very um, again, all the characters feel realistic. They feel self-actualized. I feel like they want more than just one another, which is really nice. They're not just completely blinded to everything else in the world. Um, and I like that about her. Yeah, I love this. All right. Tell us where you can find you online. Say it again. Tell us where you can find me online, your website, social media. Yeah. So I have a website, uh, but the best way to find me online is probably on my social media. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter. Uh, both are at Jackson Pierce. My name is spelled P-E-A-R-C-E, which many people uh, uh, get, get wrong. But thankfully, the, the very nice person that owns Pierce spelled the other way uh, often forwards me my messages when they get sent to the wrong email. So it's very kind of him. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that's one kind of <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Jackson, for being on the show. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And I, um, I'm so glad to hear that you like the book. Thank you. Hey. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share with friends, subscribe, rate, and review the show. This is the easiest way to support the podcast. For a list of books mentioned and other romance recommendations, please visit watchwarnextblog.com. Did you know you can purchase audiobooks directly from your favorite local bookstore? With LibreFM, you can pick up more than 250,000 audiobooks, including bestsellers and recommendations from real booksellers. You'll get the same audiobooks at the same price as the largest audiobook company, you know the name, but you'll be part of a different story, one that supports the local community. If you're new to audiobooks, they're the perfect way to squeeze more reading into your busy life. Listen with the free LibreFM app while you do your chores, walk the dog, relax at home. If you already love audiobooks and don't know what to listen next, check out recommendations from people who know the best booksellers. The Watch Your Next podcast has a special offer for our listeners. Get to audiobooks on LibreFM for the price of one with your first month membership. Use code WHATCHYOURREADNEXT. The offer is valid only for new members in Canada and the U.S. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.